Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. All right, everybody, welcome back. Another hour here of the program as we take you all the way to 3 o'clock on the Big Talker 1700. Jimmy B. and Trent. My brother, uh, look, this is a great promotion that Draft House 50 is doing. Yeah. And I know as soon as you make that announcement, man, oh, man, look at the phone lines. They just jump. They do. Ed was our qualifier from the last hour. Ed will be in our fantasy football contest. We'll have some trivia beforehand and whittle down our qualifiers all the way down to the 10 that will be in our what we're called the League of Champions. you got to be a champion to get in our league. Well, not really. All you have to do is uh, <laughs> dial up when we give you the cue to call. Fantasy football Wednesday, September 6th, the night before the first night of NFL football, and we'll be doing that out at Draft House 50 on Mill Civic. Keep listening in all throughout the football season leading up to that first game, and we'll get a bunch of qualifiers here. But right now, it's time to talk a little baseball, Jimmy B. The Cubs uh, playing this afternoon against the Blue Jays, and Seth Gruen joining us from Bleach Report. Also some Big Ten talk with Big Ten Unfiltered as he joins us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Seth, good afternoon. What's up, guys? How are you? Everything's good, pal. Everything's good. Let's start with the Cubs, and uh, they have now taken the lead over the Blue Jays. Um, let's start first with a 2-2 two and two series against the lowly Cincinnati Reds, and then John Lester, also a Cubs pitcher, sent to the, to the DL. Um, I'm just kind of curious on, on your thought process right now. It has been my contention most of the season that it will be a bumpy ride. Are you in that same boat, or do you think all of a sudden they will start to light it up and start to pull away from Milwaukee and St. Louis? Well, look, I completely agree with you. I think that all the data we have to this point indicates that it is going to be a bumpy ride. At some point, uh, you the team uh, that you've seen over the past, you know, several months of the season is the team that you're going to see going forward moving through 2017. Now, do I think they have the capability to do to do the latter, to, to blow the rest of the division out of the water? Well, sure. It's not a very good division this year, but, you know, the Cardinals know how to win in August and September. And it's funny. It's someone, I was doing another radio show, and a comment was made to me. seems like the Cardinals just win more in August than – everybody else, and I think that's because there's a culture within that organization of playing the game the right way. So if I'm the Cubs, I'm not sleeping easy these days. Uh, that was a bad, bad split with Cincinnati. That, that, that's a series that they should have taken three or four. I think even Joe Madden said it. And, you know, adding insult to, or adding injury to insult, I should say, uh, John Luster is now on the 10-day DL. You know, Seth, as you go through, there, there's been a lot of uh, head-scratching moments with this Cubs team. But Chris Bryant's starting to heat back up. Had a rough April, had a rough June but uh, and, and into May. But, you know, he's bounced back and really hit the ball incredibly well over the last few months. He's super hot right now. He's out there. The pop is back. Uh, it looks like the guy that we saw, really, it seemed like throughout the whole season a year ago in that MVP season, looks like Chris Bryant is back and is smoothing out those peaks and valleys. Yeah, for sure. I think that, don't forget, the, all these guys are still developing at the major league level. Now, Chris Bryant is a superstar. He's obviously an MVP. But all that said, I think he's still developing as a superstar, if that makes any sense. 
he's learning how to become one. He, he's understanding that, uh, you know, while a starting pitcher may not rear back, um, you know, in the first few innings when, when he sees Chris Bryant come up to bat, he's going to throw his best stuff at him. And I think Chris Bryant has adjusted to some of that, um, that he's, that he's hot is very good for the Cubs, but I think um, where the Cubs sit now, they're going to need some good fortune in that you know, Chris Bryant's going to slow down and they're going to need somebody else to heat, heat them up. Chris Bryant's obviously very capable of carrying his team over a, a long stretch, as most superstars are. Um, but they're going to need more than that to ultimately win this division. What has happened to Kyle Schwarber? Did the league just catch up to him? Or could he just because of how he performed in the World Series and then from spring training into this regular season just couldn't get that uh, Schwarber back that everybody saw? Yeah, well, look, I think that uh, inevitably this happens to all young players. Don't forget, Kyle Schwarber did not have a ton of season in the minor leagues. Uh, He was promoted pretty quickly, developed pretty quickly. I think that people had really, really high expectations of him after what he was able to do in 2015, in particular in the playoffs. And then, you know, after having what was basically baseball's version of a Willis Reed moment in the World Series last year, people thought he was on his way to superstardom and was the next big route. That's the comparison that was being made. Um, so there have been a ton of just wildly irresponsible comparisons made um, in regards to all these young Cub players that, I think they're very, very premature. And in the case of Kyle Schwarber, I think that opposing pitchers now have more tape on him, more data, and understand better how to pitch him. And he's now trying to react to, you know, the strategy that's being employed. I think the book on him is to throw him breaking balls. He can't hit him. And until he learns how to do that, um, he's going to continue to see junk in every at-bat and really, uh, you know, is not going to see kind of fastballs, which is what he's really proficient at today. And any, any player is, but... But Schwarber can really turn on a fastball, and that's that's the pitch that he primarily has hit out of the park. Well, Seth, in baseball, we've seen this now for a long time. Just get in, and a hot team certainly can make a run through things. The Cubs were really a little bit of an exception to the rule as they were a team that was a favorite last year and ultimately got it done. Now you have the Dodgers, who are putting up just an unbelievable season. They're 50-9 and since June 7th. Incredible numbers there. Dave Roberts and company, the, the single-season wins record is certainly attainable for this group. If they're close to it going into that final week, final two weeks really, when they'll have things wrapped up, do you go for it if you're Dave Roberts and company, or is it about just getting ready for October and maybe sitting guys leading up to that? Well, are you asking if they have uh, home field advantage wrapped up throughout the National League playoffs? What do they do? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think unquestionably you try to set up your rotation. Uh, if there's one thing that I think Dave Roberts proved last year in the playoffs is that he's really, really adept at creatively using his pitching staff, in particular his bullpen. Um, so in a lot of respects, sort of the talent that's put, been put before him this year is kind of like giving Rambo a rocket launcher. Um, <laughs> I, I think he's really, really adept at matching up, you know, get, getting advantageous uh, pitcher batter matchups. And um, I really think he's going to do the right thing, obviously, in September and rest those guys. I, I, I can't see why, given, you know, given that he has some guys on that staff, some key guys who are prone to injury, I can't see him throwing them out there in meaningless baseball and risking that. Uh, obviously, you want to stay sharp, and I'm sure 
um, if they do have it wrapped up with a couple weeks to go, they'll probably treat um, those last two weeks sort of like spring training. Um, but uh, to answer your question, yeah, you, you set up your rotation. There's no question about it. Fair enough on that. Uh, I'm real curious, Seth, about what they have left on the schedule. I think if you look at it, I believe, Trent, correct me if I'm wrong here, will you please? Didn't you say yesterday they have the second easiest schedule of anybody in the division? Uh, that was numbers I saw earlier this week. Yeah, it was the Cubs that had the second easiest in baseball, the Cardinals the third easiest in baseball the rest of the way. Okay. Okay, fair enough. With that being stated then, we saw the split that they had with Cincinnati. Now they've got Toronto. They have taken the lead in that game early. What if they're like just 500 down the stretch? Is that going to be enough? Because St. Louis and Milwaukee, I think fans expect them not to be capable of even playing 500 baseball down the stretch. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. First of all, you play your division basically in that last month season. So if they're playing 500 baseball, um, then someone else in their division probably is playing better than that. But you know, given how easy the Cubs' schedule is, I, I think that'd be unacceptable. Um, not only do I think this is an opportunity for them to remain in the race, but one for them to take it. And this late in the year, splitting uh, a series uh, against the Cincinnati team that's nowhere near the playoff picture is it's just unacceptable. can't happen. And uh, the Cubs, time and again this year, have sort of percolated and looked like they're they're going to they're going to be the team or, or close to the team that they were last year when they won the World Series, only to disappoint. Uh, they've been wildly inconsistent. This is a vastly different team than what we saw last year. And at some point, they have to string some wings together. And right now, this stretch of well, now nine nine straight games that they're playing teams above below five hundred. You know, you, you got to take them. I, I I expected a nine and four, ten and three type stretch. And, and I think they need to salvage that and, and go out and, and win that, that number of games to really take control of the division. Seth Gruen joining us here, Bleacher Report, and also Big Ten Unfiltered. We'll talk about some Big Ten football with Seth here in just a moment. I got one more on baseball, though. Help us out. Make sense of this American League wildcard race. Seth, you have us? Trent? Trent? Yeah. Yeah, I, I lost you there for a sec. I apologize. Oh, that's all right. about the American League wild card race? Yeah, yeah. Help us out yes, here because yeah. we can't figure this thing out. Well, look, it's uh, it's certainly competitive. Um, you know, I, 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 obviously, I, I expect one of those to come out of the American League East, obviously. Um, but, you know, you, you, you've got some other teams in there. Um, it, it, it's tough to decipher. Um, I really can't make a lot of sense of it, to be honest with you, but uh, it's going to be great theater down the stretch. Mm-hmm. One, one quick NFL question before we uh, move on then to Big Ten, and that is Mitchell Trubisky. And if Bears fans already have uh, got a bust of Trubisky ready for the Hall of Fame, what if he shows well again in the upcoming game this weekend and Mike Glennon does not. So far, John Fox has stated that Glennon is his starting quarterback. Would that change anything? What have you heard? Um, again, you're cutting out, but I think I, you asked about Mitchell Trubisky's playing time and Mike Glennon. Mitchell Trubisky's not going to play this year. At least they don't want him to. Now, 
if the Bears are out of the playoffs and in, in, let's say, week 15, maybe there's a chance that they revisit that and you can make an argument. But Mike Glennon's going to get his chance to be the starting quarterback here for no other reason than uh, you look so bad to uh, other prospective free agents if you sit Glennon. Um, I, I think that's part of it. They, they promised Mike Glennon he'd have this year, and I think they need to give it to him. And, and Mitchell Trubisky, no matter how good he, he, he has looked, needs more time under center. Don't forget, this is a guy who played out of the shotgun 100% of the time in college. Uh, it, it's a different look. I think that he looked good in preseason, but it, it's a lot different when you have the ones going at you during the regular season. Seth, over to some Big Ten football, and let's start here in our stomping grounds in the Big Ten West. Wisconsin, an overwhelming favorite on this side of the division. What would have to happen in your mind for the Badgers not to take the division crown? I think Alex Hornerbrook would need to have a pretty awful year. I think they're going to ride him throughout the whole season. I don't think they feel like they have a lot of depth there. Um, meaning if, if he ends up stinking it up, they're going to just have to roll with it. Um, you know, we've talked about Northwestern as a possible contender, and again, I think that that conference opener for both teams, and both teams are coming off a of bye, they have two weeks to prepare for each other, is going to be a marquee game, but I think Wisconsin, from a talent perspective, is just so much better. Even though they lost linebacker Stitchy, that defense um, is outstanding. They have six returning uh, in there too deep across the defensive line. They've, they've, they've everybody returning and they're too deep across the defensive line. Uh, I think they could be one of the very best defenses in the country. And if, look, if, if it was last year's any indication, you look at the teams who made the college football playoff, Ohio State had, was fourth in total defense, Alabama was two, Clemson, I believe, was eight, and Washington, I believe, believe was 15. And, and, and they're a really cool team to watch, by the way. I, I could see some Big Ten teams replicating the way they play defense with just, you know, blazing speed. But but nonetheless, you know, Wisconsin is going to be really, really difficult to score on this year. But uh, I think a lot rides on what Hornerbrook's able to do. If, if, he, if he's able to elevate his game, if he's able to play at an all-league level, all-league, even honorable mention type level, uh, Wisconsin could be looking at a shot at the college football playoff and, and potentially could be undefeated heading into the Big Ten championship game. Okay, then take me to Nebraska. Seems like all of the reports that have come so far from the Cornhuskers is Mike Riley's got himself a team. He's got himself a quarterback. They're they're going to be pretty good. Are you buying what you're hearing out of there, or are you selling it? Well, look, uh, I have all the respect in the world for the people that cover that program, especially the Omaha World Herald is one of the great papers one of the great sports sections in the country. Now, that said, you, know, you guys have covered sports, and, and, and I'm guilty of this, too. Uh, there's generally optimism um, that emanates from a, a college football program or any professional team in the preseason. So that said, I, I, I didn't really expect to read you know, you know negative things about Tanner Lee or that Nebraska program. That said, now, Tanner Lee is an NFL prospect. He has an NFL arm. But he had some accuracy issues at Tulane. Now, he, he didn't have a ton of guys around him, obviously, at Tulane. He has better talent around him now. So, you know, I think we could see those accuracy numbers improve. And, and, and I think that if he's able to play at a high level, Nebraska could challenge Wisconsin. But don't forget, on the defensive side of the football, they're changing two or three, four, or at least we think they are. 
obviously, um, obviously they've been a little coy about it. Um, but, you know, that's an adjustment for a lot of guys. You have a lot of guys who played inside last year might be kicking out and playing that boundary defensive end this year. Um, you know, obviously, um, you know, you need to add more linebacker depth. I think that the secondary they have coming back is experienced and, and will be very, very good. But, you know, that's a defense last year that I think allowed 363 yards uh, to opponents. So they've got to improve on that side of the ball. Uh, they, they don't, I, I still believe Tanner Lee is a relatively unknown commodity. So there's a lot of questions that that team has to, um, has to answer coming out of training camp. But, you know, is the talent there? Is the potential there? Yeah, sure. Seth out East, Penn State gives a new deal to James Franklin worth over $34 million, 5.7 per season for Franklin. How does Penn State respond for the first time in his tenure with some pretty big expectations this year? Yeah, well, you know, for the first time in his career, really having these kind of expectations, right? National championship type hopes. Um, let's be clear that this extension is almost entirely driven by recruiting. Um, James Franklin signed a six-year deal in 2014, and this offseason they lost out on some very high-profile recruits. And, look, that may have partially been – uh, predicated on the fact that at present, at the time that they uh, pulled their verbal commitments, James Franklin was not signed through the duration um, of their four-year eligibility. So I think this certainly helps from a recruiting perspective. It says to recruit that James Franklin is going to be the head coach at Penn State. Now, you know, all things being equal, would I like to see the way in which he's able to perform this year? Sure. Because I think we've seen coaches come back with national championship type talent uh, and flop. Look, you know, Jim Harbaugh took over a Michigan program that was obviously talented. Brady Hoke obviously had talent in that and was not able to live up to expectations. Um, you know, you look at Charlie White, the guy who kind of flopped at Notre Dame with a lot of talent. So I think we've seen coaches in this circumstance before not perform. That's not to say I don't think James Franklin, uh, that's not to say I think James Franklin is going to flop. I think that team's very, very good. I think they're probably the best offense in the country um, and are going to be really, really competitive in that division and very well to go to the college football playoff. I just would like to see what he's able to do with this team because it's a lot easier to sneak up on people like they did last year. Seth Gruen with 670 The Score, Bleacher Report, and much more, including the Big Ten Unfiltered Podcast, a great, great place to go and stay up to date on the Big Ten. Seth, as always, great catching up with you here. We'll do it again down the line. Thanks for your time today. All right, thanks, guys. We'll take the time out. Back with more here in just a moment. We're going to the NFL next, Jimmy B. You're excited. You're. Uh, what'd you think out of your boy Cutler last night? I thought that he performed uh, for the amount of time that he'd been in camp. I mean, you could tell that the uh, the arm uh, strength is still there. Uh, he didn't throw anything real deep, but he completed a couple of passes right away. And then he took a heck of a sack. So and he and he bounced right back up. So welcome back to the NFL, Jay Cutler. I, look, I don't. The Dolphins have a lot of weapons, but losing Tannehill, who was so ingrained in that offense, is really going to hurt them, Trent. And I, I'm I'm not sure now if Cutler's the guy who can respond and lead them uh, to a wild card spot. I'm I'm not sure of that at all. Well, and that is what they're hoping for is a wild card spot. They're not winning that division with the Patriots there. NFL talk on the other side. 
We'll be bringing in our man Andrew Garda, Sports on Earth and Pro Football Weekly. That's next on the Big Talker 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. American Topper and Accessories. Whether you work or play with your truck, they have everything you need for your lifestyle. Visit American Topper's new location at the fair, just south of the Varied Industries building. It doesn't get much better than a great day on the golf course. Family-owned River Valley Golf Course is a par 72, 18-hole public golf course along the beautiful Raccoon River Valley. With twilight specials every day after 4 p.m., frequent player programs, a clubhouse available for parties, and much more. River Valley is just minutes west of the Des Moines-Waukee area. Learn more at rivervalleygolf.com. That's rivervalleygolf.com. River Valley, your golf course. Is credit card debt ruining your life? Now you can have a large portion of your credit card debt forgiven. Get Relief Today wants to give you free information that shows you how. This program is proven to work for credit card debt, medical bills, and department store debt. Thousands of people have used it to have a portion of their credit card debt forgiven. Call now for free information and a consultation. And we'll give you the secret to this money-saving program absolutely free. Get eye-opening information that could save you thousands of dollars a year or a month, depending on how much you owe. In fact, the more you owe, the more you can save. All you need is to owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or department store debt to qualify. So call for free debt forgiveness information now at 800-207-8558. That's 800-207-8558. Discover the secret to having your credit card debt forgiven. Call 800-207-8558. 800-207-8558. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee, so whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. 
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. It's that time of the year again. Football is right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Jim Brenson, Trent Condon. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back. We continue here in our final hour on the Big Talker 1700. Uh, diving into the uh, National Football League, it's always good when Andrew Garda takes time with us from Pro Football Weekly. He joins us. On the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. How are you, Andrew, and welcome to the show. I'm doing good. I can't thank you guys enough for having me on today because I'm busy grouting a bathroom, so any break is a good break. <laughs> um, you need me for, what, three, four hours? i got to tell my wife I'm, I'm unavailable for the rest of the day. That's perfect. That We love to hear that, that we got you away from doing grout work. That's always the best. Fair enough, pal. Um, let's just uh, kind of jump in here real quick to a couple of the stories that have been circulating. Still, no Colin Kaepernick, and we've had some some quarterbacks go down, and we've had teams look at him. Do you think that he will not see any action now this year? Well, I mean, yeah, we're running out of weeks. We're running out of options for him. Um, you know, and I've heard a couple people talking about today. And I mean, at this point, people are wondering, listen, we haven't really heard from Kaepernick himself. Like, he hasn't come out. He hasn't made a statement. Um, we don't really know what's going on. So is he getting to the point where he's sort of like, you know, either accepting or deciding that maybe this year's a wash? You know, maybe I need another year of distance. I'm going to go. I'm going to work on my game. I'm going to work on my charity stuff. And then if something comes up, great. Uh, you know, or is he actively out there trying to find work? Um, and so that's kind of the X factor here, I think, at this point, because you know we don't know what's going on. Now we could have we could have more opportunities show up over the next couple of weeks. A gentleman by the name of Blake Bortles isn't playing very well right now, so you right. know, maybe Jacksonville suddenly needs another backup or another uh, starting guy. But it does seem like you know we, we thought. I remember we've talked before. We thought that. It would take a massive injury to get him under center. Um, you know, we saw that with Ryan Tannehill. That didn't happen. Uh, you know, it just does seem like, you know, Kaepernick's probably going to be uh, taking a seat for the entire year, not just the national anthem. Well, quarterback play uh, a big part of last night. Jay Cutler back 
out there on a football field with his old offensive coordinator, Adam Gase, and the Dolphins. You had Blake Bortles out there doing Blake Bortle things. The quarterback position, but why is it so fun to talk about, Andrew? Uh, because we know it's a quarterback-driven league, and we know that if a guy's struggling or not doing well, you know that, that does not necessarily bode well for a team. Now, you can have a guy not play well, like Peyton Manning during the Broncos Super Bowl run. You know, that was all defense. But that's rarer and rarer these days. So, you know, when a Blake Bortles face plants like he did yesterday, uh, you know, or Jay Cutler shows up off the couch and out of the, you know, out of the, I guess, uh, the television studio for a little while and actually looks pretty decent, you know, thereby reminding us, hey, this is why the Dolphins wanted to go after a guy who knew Adam Gase so he could step right in and be familiar with everything. Uh, you know, it, it's intriguing because uh, a couple weeks ago before Cutler was signed on, we all thought this could be it for the for the Miami Dolphins. They got a decent defense. They could have a good running game. The, the offensive line looks like it's healthy again, but they don't have a quarterback. Matt Moore is not going to get you a Super Bowl. But now Cutler, he kind of makes it interesting again. And Jacksonville, a team that I feel like the last couple of years has been coming on, all of a sudden, you know, Blake Bortles and he's imploding. Well, now it's like, okay, Chad Henney's the guy there. Was this going to throw a, a little bit of a monkey wrench in the AFC South race? So uh, I think that's why we like to talk about it, because we know a lot of these teams live or die by the play of their quarterback. Look, if if you don't have a QB, you don't have a chance to win. I mean, that's just the way it is in the NFL now these days because teams are capable of putting so many more points up on the board, and it's changed dramatically. Uh, I mean, you've seen this just in the last, what, five years, Andrew, the way that they throw the football now all over the place. Yeah, I mean, it's a pass-driven league. Uh, The rules are all leaning that way. It's harder and harder to play defense. Um, you know, the athleticism of some of the top quarterbacks, a guy like a Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Jameis Winston, who, you know, Mar- Marcus Mariota, I can go on and on. We could name a bunch of guys now who can get outside of the pocket and make trouble for you. Uh, I think it just makes it, um, you know, more important in two ways. One, you have to have a quarterback who can play well, who can survive and not get hurt a lot and who can you know, move outside the pocket and maybe freelance a little bit, but you also be, have to be able to play very good defense against guys like that. If you are a, a defense that gets stuck in its own little rut and then can't adapt to what the quarterback is doing outside of the pocket, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. So you know, it, it's critical you know, to have a great quarterback, and I think also that helps because you have a great quarterback going up against the defense in practice every day. And I think that makes a huge difference in terms of sharpening the talents of a defense that's going to need to step up each and every game and make sure whatever the quarterback on the other team is doing, they can stop it. Well, Andrew, here on a regional level, the Chicago Bears have a rookie quarterback that a lot of people are excited about after his first preseason game. What's next for Mitchell Trubisky? The expectations already continuing to uh, certainly ramp up for him. Your thoughts going into preseason game number two for Trubisky. And uh, is this maybe something where reality could set in his second time out? Oh, absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. You know, until he really goes up against the ones on a team, it's going to be hard to know for sure exactly what we can get from him. Um, You know, they... And they kept the game very simple. I, I, I was very impressed with the fact that they were like, listen, we're not going to get this kid killed. Let's get him out there. 
Let's have him do some easy passes. Let's get him comfortable. Uh, we may see the playbook uh, expanded a little bit against Arizona this weekend. Um, and what my curiosity, what I'd like to see, is them throwing him out there a little bit earlier so we could potentially see you know, a, a guy like Trubinsky really show us what he can do. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I like it. I, I like what I saw from him. I was impressed. I want to see more. And, heck, you know what? If Glennon has another outing like he did last week, I say you think seriously about give Trubisky the uh, starting nod for week three. That's traditionally the, the prep game, the, the dress rehearsal, as you will, for opening weekend. Get him out there. Get him in front of a, a set of ones on the defensive side of the ball and see what he can do. I mean, I don't think you have anything to lose. You know, you know at this point kind of what Glennon can do and can't do. Trubisky, I, I think at some point you're going to have to pull the trigger on him and put him out there anyway. So let's see what he does week three. Of course, he's got to get past the Cardinals this week. <laughs> he's got to look, you know, equally impressive this week uh, against the Cardinals defense that even the second string looks pretty good. So that'll be an interesting game to watch. I think, I think Bears fans have good reason to be excited, not just for this season, but down the road. Even if Trubisky doesn't get the nod and they just sort of grind through this year with Glenn and a lot of runs, Trubisky looks like he could be the real deal, but it may, you know, we have, he's a, he's a rookie. He's a rookie quarterback. He's going to have bumps. So you also have to expect that as well. Uh, having a great conversation on the NFL right now with Andrew Garda, uh, on the draft house 50 hotline Vikings and Seahawks tonight. What do you anticipate out of the Minnesota Vikings? You know, it's interesting to see how they've sort of revamped the offensive line. Like, I have no real questions about the defense. You know, to me, the Minnesota defense is the strength of its team, you know? So I want to see what the offensive line and what the offense can do. You know, uh, let's see how Sam Bradford's feeling. Let's see how the receivers who, you know, it does feel like they kind of lack that big-time number one that some teams have, but they were able to get the job done with Bradford and, and, and some decent games by guys like Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. So I, I want to see how this line does most of all. You know, secondarily, what I'm interested in watching is seeing you know, how the, the backfield looks. You know, how is Dalvin Cook going to progress? Can Jarek McKinnon pick up the pace a little bit? Uh, those are really what I want to see the most of. Um, you know, from the flip side of it, if I'm watching Seattle, it's actually very much the same question. How does this offensive line continue to improve, and can it stop this front seven for the Minnesota Vikings, uh, you know, especially on the run game, where we may see someone who Vikings fans know a lot about, and that's Eddie Lacy. He get an awful lot of carries with Thomas Rawls out, and, uh, and so it'll be interesting to see how they're able to contain or not contain him tonight. But to me, it's all about the offensive line on both, on both sidelines, and uh, these are two teams that really need those offensive lines to improve this year if they're going to make a run at the playoffs. Take me up to Green Bay. Uh, Ty Montgomery installed as the number one back, though they did go out late in the draft and brought in a slew of different running backs. We know the passing game with Aaron Rodgers is going to be good, Jordy Nelson and company, what they did at the tight end position. What about the running game? How is that going to look for Green Bay in your estimation? Is it more of a split? It's going to be not just two guys, maybe even three or four. How does that break down in your estimation? Yeah, that's going to be interesting to watch because even when Ty Montgomery was doing really well last year, they never really committed to the run game. And I don't know if they were just worried he was going to break down, he wasn't ready for it or what. 
Um, but, I, you know, I, I'd like to see them commit a little bit more to Ty Montgomery. I happen to really love Jamal Williams, the fourth-round draft pick. I've liked what I've seen of him on tape. I've liked what I've seen of him uh, and what I've heard of him in practices. Uh, I, have a, I have a couple friends who cover the team. They're there every day. They like what they've seen of him. Um, I, I think if he keeps playing the way he has in practices and in preseason, he'll get probably the number two carries. But my big question is whether this is a team that will commit to the run. And, and I feel like they should. I feel like they've had too many moments the last few years where they've faded down the stretch. And I think that's in part because they throw the ball a lot, which works well for them. They have a quarterback who can do that. They have great wide receivers. I love the acquisition of Martellus Bennett. Um, but, you know, at the end of the game, those guys are a little gassed. The defense has probably been on the field more than it has to. When you have possession of the lead, you want to run the ball and you want to do so effectively. And that's where I want to see more Ty Montgomery, a little bit more of Jamal Adams and Aaron Jones as well. I think you'll see a lot of the rookies. I don't, I don't know that you'll see, um, you know, the, the late-round guys like Devontae Mays. I don't think William Stambeck or Khalif Phillips necessarily make the team. They may be pro, uh, prospects that go down to the practice team. But I think it's going to be a lot of Ty Montgomery and sprinkled in with the other two rookies, Jones and Williams. My biggest question is, and the thing that I have, I don't want to say concern, but you know, some, some reservation about, is whether they commit to the run game this year, because I really feel like that's, that has hindered them the last couple of seasons. Well, we will let you go, and well, we're gonna get you, let you get back to that grout work. All right, Andrew, I'm sorry. Are you sure? Are you are you sure? I can probably want to hang out with segments. us longer. <laughs> this is great. You can just hang and just you can just do the rest of the show for us. We'll just take off and go home. Then you would probably hear the live uh, exchange from my wife come kicking through my office door in about 15 minutes. So that might not be good. But it would be great radio. I'm sure it would make the national news. And you guys, you know, yes, hey, any That is good publicity. Yeah, Andrew, thank you, man. Great as always. Nope. You have a great weekend, okay? All right, you too. Enjoy the games, guys. You got it. That's Andrew Garda grouting. He's grouting, Trey. <laughs> Gotta get back to doing grout work. Oh, man, I hate doing that stuff. Uh, I am right there with you. Well, we will update things out at Des Moines Golf and Country Club, the Solheim Cup. We'll talk about that on the other side as the afternoon groups are out on the course. We'll get into that. The Cubs continue on against the Blue Jays this afternoon. A look to the baseball weekend, a look to the football weekend, including high school football kicking off tonight, Jimmy B. Football is wow. here. Wow, it's unbelievable. I mean, it just kind of like snuck up on me. It really did. I, I I know that you mentioned it the other day that this was the zero weekend, and I'll be honest with you, I, it's not out of sight, out of mind. I was just kind of waiting for next week as we get closer to September. But it's here, Trent. You're right. It's here. We'll talk about that much more as we'll put a cap on things and a cap on the week. We'll do that next here, Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. 
fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. You check things all the time, like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores to everyone for free, even if you're not a customer. And checking your score won't hurt your credit. We call it the Discover Credit Scorecard. And once you know your score, you should check to see if your current credit card is the best fit for you. Check your credit. Compare your card. Go to discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable. Uh, <laughs> it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it, I, I don't know. Uh, it's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. Macy's Super Saturday Sale has it all. 50 to 75% savings store-wide. Plus, use your Macy's Carter Savings Pass and take an extra 10 to 20% off. Look for great specials like Junior's Dresses, $16.99. Men's Underwear, 40% off. INC Handbags, 30% off. Juicers, Blenders, Food Processors, 30% plus an extra 15% off. Now through Sunday at Macy's. Savings off sale prices. Exclusions apply. Savings Pass excludes specials. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? 
Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, always fun when we have Andrew Garda on the show. We got into a lot of NFL stuff with him, Trent. That's always good. Mm -hmm. But... The action at the Solheim Cup, the uh, afternoon session, underway. Playing some four ball this afternoon. Now, back in the day, we called it best ball, but actually best ball is not best ball, at least the way that we used to play it. But uh, regardless, they're playing four ball. Each of the golfers plays their own shot. They go through, they finish the hole, and, uh, well, the best score out of it, you get out of that. So two golfers on each side, each playing their own ball. That's what's happening out there right now. And a good start to the uh, U.S. as they're down right now after the morning session, two and a half to one and a half. But they're up on a, a couple of the matches early on here. Michelle Wee comes out firing a couple of birdies, her first two holes, as her squad, her along with Kong, up two up in their match. Uh, and also in another match, the U.S. team up three uh, through three holes. So out Firing well here in the afternoon session, Jimmy B. Absolutely. Did you see one of the more interesting things that took place with Michelle Wee? Apparently she hit, uh, and I'm, I'm getting this from uh, Golf Week's uh, Beth Ann Nichols, she hit an incredible shot uh, from right onto the green, and apparently what happened is a policeman stepped on her ball <laughs> And so then she was unable to place it. (laughs) Never fails. There's always something, always something unique that takes place at one of these events. That's it. A cop stepping on the ball so you can't place it down where it was supposed to be. That's, that's a, that's, that's good right off the top on the first day. A good talking point. Very good talking point. (laughs) A little scary with that one. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, one of the uh, gendarmes out there for security, and uh, whoops, sorry, didn't mean to do that. (laughs) Well, the coverage continues on the Golf Channel all weekend long. NBC will pick up the coverage both tomorrow afternoon and then Sunday afternoon, so if you're not able to make your way out there to the Solheim Cup, 
Uh, that'll be going on this weekend. Sports-wise, what else gets you, Jimmy B? I'm going to guess you're going to be watching Viking Seahawks tonight. I'll be all over that this evening. You know that, my man. Um, I I just want to see what uh, Andrew talked about. I just want to see how the Vikings respond uh, against that um you know, line that Seattle has, and look, in, in look, these are exhibition games. Don't mean anything, but Seattle just decimated uh, the Chargers in their first game. Like put like forty eight up on them. Russell Wilson looked in midseason form. So, and then and then Trayvon Boykin, remember him from TCU, came out and he was just throwing darts all over the field. So I, Seattle's as you and I both know is going to be really good. I, I'm just I'm real curious to see how the Vikings hold up against that Seattle defense. That'll be uh, something I'll be locked and loaded on tonight. Yeah, keeping an eye on the offensive line as they look to uh, kind of you know meld that together and figure out what's going to work out. We know what they went out. They brought in Riley Reef. They brought in Mike Remmers to help up at the tackle yep. position. They've been shifting some pieces around, and now with Reef you know coming back and, and getting a little bit more healthy, how that's going to look for this team. We know depth wise. It's still not an incredibly deep offensive line, but if they can stay healthy, I think they can piece together at least an, an average offensive line this year. If, if they do that, will that be good enough to get them into the playoffs, Trent? Ooh, that's a good one. Average offensive line, will that be good enough to keep Sam Bradford upright and produce some semblance of a running game and give Bradford a chance to complete passes to get them to the playoffs. I don't love their schedule. That was one thing, and we haven't talked much schedule with teams in the NFL. We talked, obviously, a lot about it with Iowa and Iowa State throughout the summer. I just don't love the way the schedule sets up for the Vikings. That game against New Orleans, AP coming back, and what he's going to have in the docket. You're at Pittsburgh after that. Later in the year, they have a stretch of three consecutive road games including five out of six. Uh, well, one of them will be in London right before their bye week. They come back. They're at Washington after that, a home game with the Rams, and then at Detroit, at Atlanta, at Carolina. Later on, it's at Green Bay, the second to last of the year. I just don't like the Vikings. I would say no. I don't think the Vikings are going to be a playoff team this year. Okay. All right. I might be writing that with you. I, I have a feeling that they're just going to come up a little bit short as well. Uh, look, there's... There's some good teams. I mean, normally you can just kind of go through and, and and pencil in in the NFC. Okay, it's going to be Seattle. It's going to be Green Bay. Uh, most likely Houston, Atlanta, right? You know, I mean, you can see those right away. But this year, it seems that there are maybe a few other teams that have improved enough to make it really interesting, and it's not going to be, say, just a, a run-of-the-mill, okay, uh, we, we could just pencil all of these teams in, and why even play the rest of them? You can make a strong argument, I think, for everybody in the NFC East. You can make, obviously, an argument yes. for Detroit being solid. I don't believe that, but you can do that. Basically, everybody in the NFC South, you can make that same kind of argument, and then you mm-hmm. have Arizona and Seattle out West. There are plenty of teams with realistic you know, aspirations in the NFC where it's tough. Vikings fans, I rode that last year. I thought they were going to continue on. They got off to the 5-0 and start, and we know the wheels fell off because of the offensive line. 
I'm just not ready to go there with this team. Defensively, as the year went on last year, uh, there was guys, you know, Barr was one of them that just, he wasn't what we saw earlier in his career. Are they going to get anything out of Laquan Treadwell? You know, he was such a talent, and he gets one catch for them. What's the ground game going to look like this year? Is it going to just be Bradford, again, dumping things off and completing a two-yard pass on third and eight? I know that drove Vikings fans nuts a year ago. It's uh, a team that they'll be solid playoff team. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say short of that. That's where I am right now. Uh, also look forward to the weekend, the Vikings again tonight against Seattle. Baseball-wise, are there any series that uh, gets you pumped up for this weekend? I'll be watching my Twins against the Diamondbacks. That's up to be a pretty decent series in that one. Uh, everywhere you turn in the American League, there's something that involves that American League wildcard race. There is, and I'll be uh, probably flipping around. Particularly, I'm going to keep an eye on Cleveland and Kansas City. Uh-huh. If the Royals are going to climb in here and make it interesting down the stretch, they've got to do well against the Indians, and they kick that series off tonight. I'm also going to find uh, Milwaukee and Colorado. Both of those teams are in the wild card hunt. Or I should say Colorado in the wild card hunt. Milwaukee trying to maintain and stay close to the Cubs uh, in the National League Central. So I think I'll be I'll be dialed into a a couple of baseball games. Um, I'm not going to, you know, flip around to all, but I will dial in a little bit, Trent, just to make sure that I'm up to speed and and so I know exactly what's going on over the weekend. You know with the NFL on, you know exactly where you're going to go. You're going to try to watch as many NFL games as you can just so you can evaluate talent and see what teams uh, you think are going to do when the season officially opens. And, of course, also Yankees-Red Sox this weekend. Yes. Probably flip that on a little bit as well. And finally tonight, Jimmy B., well, it's already started. There were games last night. It is the football season for high school here in the state of Iowa. couple of games last night, Jim. How about this? HLV Victor, a 67-20 win over Waco of Wayland, and Lone Tree Ooh. beat Central City 26-18. We already got scores. <laughs> it just cracks me up. just cracks me up that here we are, and it's just past the middle of August, just barely, mm-hmm. and we're talking high school football already, pal. Do you have any idea where Victor, Wayland, Lone Tree, any of those towns are? Uh, Lone Tree, I know it's uh, a tree that has uh, right by a highway. Uh, No, that's probably not it. I've seen lots of Lone Trees out there. I have absolutely no clue. They're over in eastern Iowa, over kind of close to Iowa City, at least to give you a little bit bit south of there is where you find those ones. Week Zero continues tonight. Uh, some games scattered around. I think there's maybe 15 games, something of that range, that'll be happening tonight. And we'll kick off our high school football coverage a week from tonight as it'll be Waukee hosting Urbandale in our Central Iowa Game of the Week. And if you're heading out to games looking for all the scores, we have you covered as well. Scoreboard show until 11 o'clock every night right here on 1700 KBGG. We are done, pal. Listen, it's going to be fun. Uh, you got a little golf in you? Are you going to try to slide back over either Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, I'm going to try to maybe make it over Saturday. I think we're hitting up the last day of the fair on Sunday. So that's on the on the docket for the weekend. Another busy one, Jim. And we'll be back bright and early, as you like to say, Monday at noon. <laughs>
Monday at noon, bright and early. Jimmy B and TC, thank you, everybody, on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. You've got skills, so why not make money with those skills? Can you mow a yard, clean a house, hang a flat-screen TV, haul off some junk? Well, check out Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L.com. Tackle is an amazing new app that connects people who can perform small jobs and chores with customers who need them done. And the Tackle app is coming to cities all across America soon. Go to Tackle.com to see where Tackle is launching next. Just complete the six easy steps to register, and you can be your own boss, set your own hours, and make great money as a Tackle provider. The Tackle app is revolutionizing the way people get things done. Go to Tackle.com today and sign up. Stop thinking about making money doing what you love and start doing it with Tackle. Sign up to be a Tackle provider now at Tackle.com. Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L dot com. Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow. A tool called Name Your Price. Get a grip on your spending like an industrial vice. It's nice. Beats rolling the dice. I prefer brown rice. Don't carry dumbbells when you walk on thin ice. Splash. Get insurance based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Guys, get to JCPenney today for Levi's lowest prices of the season. Like Levi's 514 Straight Fit for $39.99 and 511 Slim Fit for $41.99. Or save an extra 15% with coupon on deals like select Henley shirts from the Foundry Big and Tall Supply Company for just $9.99. Find even more Big and Tall styles at jcp.com. Hurry and Sunday. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon valid 817 820 on select items in store and at jcp.com. Levi's and some other brands excluded from coupon. Season refers to the time period.